tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Hello and welcome to Springboard, your virtual university. My name is Albert Okran. Welcome you to Ghana's foremost developmental program running since 2008. This is your most inspirational show and the place where the greatest minds in the world converge. Springboard is brought to you by the Springboard Roadshow Foundation and proudly sponsored by MTN Pulse, the Enterprise Group, and the Ghana Growth Program with media support from the Multimedia Group and the Graphic Business. Just to remind us that the Ghana Growth Program is a collaboration between the Springboard Roadshow Foundation the Mastercard Foundation and Limehouse to inspire young people to deliberately pursue decent and fulfilling jobs in agriculture, agribusiness, and the ATVET sectors. So, today we are looking at job pathways and asking ourselves where the jobs are. The World Economic Forum has pointed to education and agriculture as key areas where people are being employed or industries that are growing and they highlighted online education and food as key sectors we've been exploring various aspects of job pathways in our previous conversations and today we want to stay with the centerpiece of our conversation that is food my guest for today is very well qualified to help us break down the subject of food and by extension agriculture. He's guess what? The youngest ever national best farmer for the year 2009. And before that, the overall national best mango farmer for the year 2008. And guess what? An engineer turned farmer. Davis Kobo, good to see you. Good to see you too. Thanks for making time to join us here on Springboard. The pleasure is always mine. You know, food is a very, very, very engaging subject. Somebody said to me, you guys talk, 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 and talk, but when you finish, you have to eat. Exactly. How how big an issue is food? I I think for me, uh, food is a big issue, like you said, because uh, it, it is a whole security issue. Wow. And, and let's take it from this angle. If I tell people that if you give, if you are not able to do anything for anybody at all, and you're able to put a three square meal on a person's table, I don't think that the person will frown. But then if the person is hungry, 
eventually the person will come after you. And that tells you how food is very, very important. It's important, and I, I also tell me the other way, it's not just food, but what you eat, food, uh, people think food is just food. The, the health benefits of food and what you eat is the, what makes it food. Is it wholesome food or wholesome? Where are you getting all those things from? These are all the things that qualifies those. So food, for, like I said, is a whole security issue. And if you ignore that, uh, I mean, there will be chaos. You, you, one tends to wonder, considering how important it is and the number of predictions that we have had about mm -hmm. a potential global food crisis, mm -hmm why we are not or many nations are not going back to basics and say listen mm -hmm. there are several national issues but mm -hmm. let's deal with at least the most common human need mm -hmm. what to eat why do you think we are not prioritizing food and agriculture enough yes for me i i i term this as policy harmonization issue because uh i think one need to be focused to, 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 to be able to tackle food issues. And uh, to tell you what, uh, since I tell people that the Ukraine war is a blessing in disguise to those of us in Africa, because we, we have the weather goes for us, we have the land, we have the rivers, we have the manpower as well. So by this time we should have turned the whole Africa and let me limit it to Ghana as uh, to food hop where we could produce and also add value and ship back to uh, most of these countries to rake in foreign exchange. But the mindset, I mean, for instance, if you take the youth, for instance, people thought when you think about agriculture, uh, it's a whole entire value chain. And uh, people end up thinking that you it's a whole and color, a color issue where you go to the farm and weed and the whole lot. So they are basically not even interested. That is why. Uh, if you look at the data, we have a lot of uh, uh, old age, uh, how do you call numbers in agriculture as against the, the youth. If you prioritize, it's about 80%, 80 to 20. And if care is not taken, in the next five years, we won't have uh, food to eat because once uh, they, they are unable, those people are unable to practice agriculture again, it becomes an issue. But then the, the value chain is what we need to look at for our youth to be able to tap into. And once that is done, then before we have uh, a, a comprehensive food policy. Because when you ask, I mean, I work, I mentor a lot of youth uh, every now and then. And until they come to the farm and work for some months and also start making money, then they go and change their mind. Let me tell you a story. I used to serve on the University Council, Faculty of Greek and Consumer Science. And the Honorable Finance Minister was my body at the time. I was the youngest on that council. And, uh, I realized that at that time, most of the university graduates were exiting into their banks. So uh, what I did at the time was to have another way. And fortunately for me, uh, I was the best farmer at the time. And uh, so when I got my chance, I said, look, let's have a model where the last final year uh, agree students will be attached to the award winners for them to mentor them. So we started this, we got some sponsorship from GIZ to do that. Finatrade, where uh, Awini was also sitting on the board. 
And uh, subsequent years, you saw most of their graduates now exiting into mainstream agriculture than the banks. And why? One will ask why. Because they saw role models. Some came to my farm, others to my farm, and they, they saw role models. They, they saw, oh, a, a farmer can easily buy Mercedes, a farmer can easily stay in a good home, a farmer can. All this and this one, because they, 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 they were there with them practically where we sow maize, sogum, we harvest, send it to Guinness, we, we, we harvest our mangoes, uh, send it to export, and then we give them some land and said, look, you can also farm and sell it to me. I'll plow for you, I'll give you the good seed, good agronomic practices, sell it to me. So at the end of the day, they get some cash, and, said that, and all they need is to be able to own a car and also make sure that they have a good place to stay. So by default, they became <laughs> farmers automatically. I have a couple of them hesitating to mainstream agriculture, either some are proper farmers, others are into the standard uh, maybe certification, others are into input dealership, others are into haulage and other things. It is a whole value chain, mm. but we end up narrowing ourselves to only the, 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 the farming aspect of it, and even that, it's been, it looks like colors a whole sort of thing which is not sexy enough for the youth to be able to, to attract them. And like I said, once there's role model, they're they able to adapt. This is Springboard, your virtual university, talking today about the beauty of agriculture with my guests, Davis Kobo, former national best farmer for the year 2009. Davis became best farmer at the age of 33. Yeah, no, this is best farmer 33. Uh, 2008, 34, national overall best mango farmer. Then 2009, 35, the overall best farmer. Three uh, years back to back of yeah. national and then in 2010, I became the national young entrepreneur agri category. Yeah. You love what you do, don't you? Very. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a passion and discipline. I was telling uh, the previous agri minister that when uh, government asked all the youth to go into the agriculture, I don't believe that there's one thing that you need to qualify with three people with passion because a Greek is a very, very disciplined area because if you have to weed at a particular time, you don't have to postpone. If you have to apply fertilizer, you don't have to postpone. So it means you really need things, you need time to be able to do that. So it's a whole mindset where you, you, you need to conscientize yourself and also be disciplined. Uh, so once you have the passion, you love what you do, and that's something that's what I, I do. I didn't like electricals because I realized that in, the, in, the, in that's our future in Ghana. I say this always to my, my colleagues. You see that you go to the ECGs, the VRAs, and the whole lot, and then there's cap on it. So once employment is freeze, it's freeze. There's nothing you can do. Uh, and you and I sitting here, we didn't go for a proper engineer, qualified engineer to go and wire your house. We go for the wayside electrician. So I felt, look, that, that's the end of the game. Let me do something that will bring change to society. Let me bring something that will impact positively on society. Let me do something that will put good money in my pocket. And that's exactly what I'm doing. You have become an ambassador for food and agriculture by extension. But let me roll back to my younger days, especially going into secondary school, Davis. In those days, interestingly, there was the Cuckoo Marketing Board Scholarship. 
And in those days, if you had a relation who had a farm, in my case, my grandfather, you qualified to apply for, for a Cocoa Marketing Board scholarship and your boarding fees were paid by the government. I was fortunate to get one, and my mother at that time, who was a single mother looking after me, was very, very happy to, to apply for, for, for that scholarship, and it helped fund my education in infancy school. So I'm still here, and I'm a product of the agricultural sector, my education. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'm happy to hear that because I also went through a similar uh, my father was the first assistant general commissioner, but he was, uh, I didn't meet him when he was uh, a politician. I met him when, when he was a farmer. So he had one of the biggest cocoa farms in Brunsu. So we enjoyed the same cocoa scholarship. I did cocoa as a tech one to happen. And I tell people that I think there's something I need to thank my God for. I, did, I never smoked because we were doing Sunday school and they say your body is the temple of God. So when I realized it wasn't like physical, it was too late for me to even speak. <laughs> and I always thank God for, for, for that. And so that is mindset. So I think the, the, the cocoa, and for me, uh, those days you get a lot of people coming to school with the same scholarship. And they are, they, we were all proud of it. We were proud of it because when they, you, you go to school, farm to work, we tease ourselves that look, it's cocoa money, that brought you here. So you need to make sure that you weed well, even though you don't even know how to do it, <laughs> well, you, you, you're forced to do something. And it sends our mind back that, look, there, there, there is blessing in agriculture. Uh, that, look, if cocoa can produce a lot of people like those of us sitting us here, and I know when you go to the offices, most of the high-profile people now, let's go for proper survey. About maybe seventy percent enjoy the same thing you and I enjoy. No scholarship at the time. But the big question, Davis, is if that is what funded our education, how come we went through school and yet never considered agriculture as a viable career option? Yes, we, we, I think we need to blame our parents at the time because the the issue is, you know, years back. It's not unlike today where your, your child, your daughter, your son can tell you what they want to do in future. Those days, it, it, it was being controlled by our parents. I remember uh, when I said I want to do a great governance tech, my father said, go and stop that, do engineering. <laughs> you understand me? Because they want to produce the medical doctors, the engineers. And meanwhile, the, the, the same, I didn't meet him when he was a politician. I met him when he was into agriculture. I was making a lot of money. So your father was into agriculture. Oh yes. And yet you wanted to go into agriculture. Yes. And he says no, go and become no, an engineer. No, 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 go either engineering or law or so but at the same time he's was the he same around? person. Was he around when he became best farmer? He wasn't. So a lot of people were saying that your father would have been proud of you. Because he was around when I came back from, I went to the States and when I came back I wanted to go into agriculture. He was around and I started with tick plantation and he was surprised that I could move to come and say, I want to stay in Swimania for a while to start farming. So he was really proud of it. But there was one thing about him. He wanted all his children to do something in agriculture, but not become professionals in agriculture. <laughs> and he, 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 he wanted, because if you go, I have a brother, Kwesi Kobo, who is the uh, chief executive for Gessa. He's in fact, so you should know KK. And KK loved agriculture and doing business. I have an architect brother, 
uh, who loved agriculture is doing something investing in agriculture. I have most of the sisters and others who are all investing in agriculture, but not to be a career agri agriculturist. That is what he really want to hear. And I thought that, look, uh, I've been sitting here today and uh, I've been thinking about the, the past. I thought that he would have been bold enough to say that, look, I, I made money from agriculture. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. So you have to go focus and become proper agribusiness person than going into engineering, go, I want you to be a lawyer, I want this one to be a, a, a doctor, I, want, I don't think it fits. Look at the smile on your face. I'm sure you are very proud of your dad. <laughs> yes, I, I am, I am. Davis Kobo, your story is a very interesting one. Let's go back to the beginnings. So, so let's start from growing up, watching your father do what he did in a Greek and hearing him say, go into engineering. Yeah. How did you end up in a Greek? Like I said, uh, I, I, I was born and bred in Accra in Kufunia, because when I moved to Kufunia Setek, uh, I had an uncle in Kufunia, so, and you, you from, apart from Accra, you don't know anywhere, so you've gone to another region, so I had to persuade my uncle to try and persuade my father to allow me to stay in Kufunia with him for a while. So my uncle brought this condition that I can only do that for you. And he had this farm, like it wasn't a big farm. I can only do that for you if you are ready that every Saturday we'll go to the farm. I said, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. But then let me go back. I, my father, I saw my father, like I didn't meet my father when he was a politician. But then we have houses in Accra, Kukumimis to specifically was where my father always lived. And we're in North Canadian, so anytime we go to, when my father is around, we move to Coco Memory. I saw, there was a time I saw these guys in a, the, the olden days, they had this dusting, yeah, like Evan yeah. sort of, and uh, I saw a couple of people coming out with uh, envelopes with inscription, maybe proceeds from Okro, proceeds from Coco. So I asked, in fact, that man, uh, it worked for me now. I asked him, he was my father's timekeeper. And I asked, what's the meaning of process? I was very young. And he explained that. So, so what's my father's profession? And he said, uh, he was a farmer. I said, who? And I knew my father had money. So those days you saw the Langalanga people by the roadside. So anytime, so I said, these people are rich. So you see mindset. So I wanted to, from that, and I was around six, seven years. I wanted to go, be, be like, my, like my father. So I want to go into agriculture and a whole lot. The common entrance, Swept you to Setek, out to all the way, up as you, you leave to go and do engineering and all But I still kept my promise that, look, me, I want to be a farmer. So what, at age six, you saw envelopes being, people yeah, rendering yeah. accounts? And rendering accounts, yes. Because and we had labeling, the label, labeling so you saw the label because proceeds from proceeds various farming, farming activities. Yes, so they have the label, then they have a book. 
like a big book. So everybody had your book and uh, the envelope, huge envelope with the <laughs> inscription on it, you know, and they call them one by one, one after the other. You come, you render. And so, so, what is your father? is a farmer. So, my father is a farmer. So all this money from farms, they say yes. So I remember I said, look, I want to be a farmer. So you see what role model can do. Yeah. So I said, I want to be a farmer, change your mindset. I want to be a farmer at the time. But like I said, when I had the chance, Kofodas doing when I was choosing from Form 3, you need to choose your career, either you go into engineering or other way outside the agri. I said, look, go to AEB. Because I wanted to be an engineer. So that is the story. So I saw my father as a role model, and I wanted to do what he was doing because I saw money. But he said, go, and maybe out of his own wisdom, he knew why he wanted to drive me to that path. But here I sit today uh, doing a lot in agriculture. But, but, but my friend Kofidazi and a number of proponents argue that engineers lose a quest. Yes. Argue that engineers make very good managers. So maybe your father was giving you a chance to, to, to study engineering and bring the management thinking into what you are doing. Uh, exactly <laughs> what I, I was driving at. That maybe so in his own wisdom he knew what he was doing. Because maybe he realized I have a passion in something, but then that might not be the final thing I wanted to do. But then go and maybe clone yourself if I have to use you <laughs> with other things and come to become a, a good manager, uh, uh, and here I am today. Uh, you know, to 2010, President Kufo won the uh, World Food Program uh, Award. So, and the, 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 it was a study case on Ghana uh, how the farmers in celebration and the whole So now also because he wanted to change the economy and also make sure that we had a lot of food. So he was invited by Washington, and I was the best farmer at the time, the reigning best farmer, because 2009, December, and 2010. So I was invited by the White House, and so I was flown in myself. Honorable Kwesia was the Minister for Agriculture at the time, so he represented President Mills. Then Chisanu, Tabu Mbeki, Obasanyo, who are very good friends, and the Silva de Lula from Brazil. And I, I remember that everywhere President Kufo went for the presentation, he would have to go with me in Iowa. And uh, I, I was flown. I tell people that even I've been all those years I visited America, but the first time you land on the tarmac, they put you in another flight and fly you straight to Iowa because you were invited by with top security and others. And I felt so good as wow. This is then I was on the same floor with. Uh, Obasanjo, President Obasanjo, Tabo Ibeki, the Silver, and President Kufo himself. Whereas Kwesi Ahoy and Kung were down, 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 down. He must have felt very good. Very good. And Obasanjo asked me the same question. Why? If I want to imagine, he said, how many acres do you have? Oh, my God, that's all, 1,200 acres. And so, okay, then he said, then he mentioned, I have, Sometimes they had a thousand, you know how they speak, a thousand hectares. And I was like, wow, they say, I need to do something for me. But what sent you to Agriculture? So I narrated my story and said, you are the agri business person. And I said, and I can tell you and love you do more. I didn't know that I was even going to do more and expand to the north and, 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 and other things. The reason why I'm saying this is because there are a lot of opportunities out there in agriculture. 
it depends on how you handle it. And it depends on how you want to carry it out. Carry it in a sense that you, you need to be able to change your mindset, see it as something that will bring you a heavy breakthrough and be disciplined. Once you're disciplined, you're focused and passion is there, you make it. And that's exactly what I did and I'm still doing. Wow, what a story. If you just joined us, this is the story of Davis Kobo. He, he tells us the genesis of his farming and his agricultural life from the age of six, just watching people render accounts to his father of agricultural ventures that they were undertaking on his behalf. And he's seeing the cash and seeing this should be good. And how he ended up in engineering in response to his father's direction and how venturing back into agriculture, the climax for him was being invited by the White House, flown all the way to the USA and hobnobbing with presidents and sharing a, a hotel floor with them and also sharing his story with them. If you are listening to us and asking yourself, what can I also do in the agribusiness value chain? Mm -hmm. After the break, I'll be asking Davis, what are the job opportunities in the entire value chain? And even more importantly, what must a young person do to enter and excel in it like he's doing? Please don't go away. Korea, a tread the Billy Goat. No, fall leaders in school. Time. I am sending you this WhatsApp audio because you are the group admin. Did I not sit in the same class with you? As them. It took the group more than three months to contribute only a thousand CDs for me. When it took just one week to contribute the same amount for Nana. Name looking faces. A situation like this can be avoided. Sign on to Alumni by Enterprise Life. Designed for members of all students' associations, you decide a fixed amount that covers the lives of members, their spouses, and two adult relations. Say bye-bye to unequal welfare contributions with Alumni by Enterprise Life. It's possible. Charlie, call Daniel on 0246-373653 or Karen on 050-162-7361. Dream big with us. Enterprise, your advantage. <laughs> Welcome back to Springboard, your virtual university with my guest, Davis Kobo, former national best farmer, telling me about the beautiful world of agriculture. 
and I'm just enjoying Davis as he walks me through the story of his life. Springboard is brought to you by the Springboard Rotary Foundation and proudly sponsored by MTM Pulse, the Enterprise Group, and the Ghana Growth Program. And Davis has been telling me so far about food security. His first point is that food is a security issue. You ignore food and there could be chaos. His second point is about global demand. He says the Russia-Ukraine war could be a blessing in disguise because the food shortage created globally could be filled with our produce, especially if our young people will turn out their attention to farming and to agriculture as an opportunity. The third point is about role modeling, and he says that he helped place students of the University of Ghana uh, on attachment with award winners, and that gave many of them direct access to the work that goes on in the industry in agriculture and helped many of them go into mainstream agriculture and also into the extended value chain. The fourth point, I love that it's about passion and discipline. He says, Greek is not just for everyone. It's for those who have passion for it and discipline because it requires timing and discipline to do the things that you do in agriculture. If you are not that kind of person, please kindly stay away. The fifth point is about the Cocoa Marketing Board Scholarship. The irony of the fact that a number of us had a chance to be educated by Cocoa Marketing Board Scholarships in our days in secondary school and yet did not consider going into agriculture as a career option because of perception. The sixth point is about first impression. And I love that one. He says at age six, just seeing people render accounts to his father for agricultural ventures made him consider that that could be a profitable career to pursue. And that was just the stamp in his mind, that first impression. The seventh point is about that international recognition, that high point where you get to, for the first time in your life, be with presidents from various countries in the USA for the World Food Program Awards and just telling himself that it's agriculture that brought him there and give him that platform. And that is one of the high points of your career so far. So, before we went on a break, I was saying, David, that when we come back, let's talk about job opportunities in the sector and what young people must or can do to be able to find their life, livelihood, and live out their dreams in the sector. Are there jobs, job opportunities in the sector? Oh, yes, a, a lot. And um, I, I, I think when we started this conversation, I said that there's a whole value chain thing. So it's not just about the, 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 the actual food you see, but there are a lot of things that are behind the scene that makes the food you see uh, things happen. Uh, for instance, we have people can tend to be horticulturists. And what is a horticulturist? I mean, there's a practice of uh, garden cultivation and management. So you, you can you, you can tune that line. Others can also go into the certification because I spoke about standards. And so one can be trained uh, to become a certifier. Because for instance, uh, if we are shipping outside the country, you need the likes of the thinking of global government and other things to do it, fair trade. And so people can be trained to also take advantage. And they, 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 it is not small money. I mean, they charge huge. So that puts you on, uh, even the Guinness, we, we, we supply maize and so good to Guinness. It still goes through the same certification process. So you can have people doing that. One other thing, you can also get our youth to turn into extension 
uh, officers because now uh, even uh, the, the government is struggling raising extension officers. So if you become a professional extension officer, a company like myself can hire you to periodically come on a farm or to do things for us. It gives you money. Haulage is one other thing that people can also go into because you know we have the coaching and other things. You, you can tap into. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. What you think that because and that was the moment where I spoke about passion. Where you think that you you you, you can uh, I mean operate best is where you have to. Then artificial intelligence and also agriculture. <laughs> the AI now is working. So if you have said to, you can also come on board and from other angle to be able to. Uh, to 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 do that, then we they have the processing. We call value addition, you know, because what we are saying is, it's about time we stop exporting uh, the raw material, but rather add some value to it. I mean, when you add value to even it, I mean, it's a, also extend your shelf life. For instance, if you have this tomato today, onion today, and other things, and you add value to it, it's extend shelf life, and also. The, the money doesn't become the, the normal one city again. It's quadruples or something, is the profit margin. So these are all the things that machine operators, and uh, I mean, uh, there are a lot of things. You can even have a, a mechanization hub where all you do is maybe you have the, the equipment, the tractors and nothing. Now government is doing certain, so the, the youth can come together, form a company, and approach government. That is what we want to do. But we want to have mechanization essential services where you have your tractors, you have your dozers, and other things to deploy services to to the farms. And I know uh, the, the donor, uh, how do you call it? The donors are paying a lot. They pay through government for such services. So there is a lot, a lot of the value chain where one is one can tap into. So for the young person listening and, and nodding their head and saying, wow, how come I didn't know all this? Where did they start from? Do they ask questions? Do they go to the farmer? Do they, do they have to re learn new things? How did they go about this? No, no, I, I think, and that is the, the missing link here because I think we, we don't have, when you go to Minister of Agri, there's a program, they have the Youth in Agri program. They have a DEX. So when you get there, they can even explain most of the things they do. And you see that out of one million things, you, you, you have interest in one. Aside that, to, we, we have the award winner's office where, because after you winning farmers, what next? And for me, I think that you also need to service the nation. So we have the office where you can also walk in to see them. They can walk you through practical things and even help you decide. I mean, because for instance, if you met someone like me in the office and I, I, I tell you my story, I also want to listen to what you want to do. I can tell you this won't sit well with you, but you can do that. We've done that to many of the, the students. And uh, currently, I'm the president for the Federation of Associations of Ghanaian Exporters. So you can also come to Fade Office. There are a lot of things there. We have some few youth there who can also help you decide on what exactly you want to do on the uh, agri space. So I hear you saying, ask questions. Ask questions. That, that's the most important because me, I ask questions and I, 
I keep asking questions. I said, KK, question for is my brother. So I sit and ask him questions. I, yesterday I called him, I was asking him a lot of questions because they are producing this chili uh, pepper they said they're exporting in Gessel, uh, which is giving you $25,000 a net profit. So I said, I said KK, why am I not doing it? Then what are the protocols? Give me the protocols. I want to know the protocols. And also because if I get the protocols, I may even get 30000 dollars net instead of your twenty five thousand. There are things that I can do now. So ask questions. The, the pastor in me the pastor in me is listening to you and my mind goes to first Samuel seventeen. Yeah. David has a simple question. What shall be done for the one who will kill Goliath? And they said, Oh, he will get tax free status. He will get food on the exactly. I mean and he said, oh, is that the incentive yes. I'll do it. Exactly. So you are saying that a young person should not just sit at home and say, wow, yeah. they should start asking questions exactly. and go to places, exactly. go to Ministry of Agriculture, exactly. go to FAGE, yes. go to the award winner's office. Yes. When they hear about something, they should ring and ask. Yes. Are we not, do you think we are not curious enough? That's what I also think, uh, I, that we are not curious enough because if you are curious, you, you, you want to know and you, you get to know. And I was just telling you about the chili thing because I asked KK questions. Uh, KK, so I said, Look, we are doing chili here, we're not getting. And he said, Look, nah, it's because of the seed, the protocols. I said, KK, give me the protocol. But the seed, I want to get the seed from the same source. Give me the protocol. But I can assure you, I'll get more than the $25,000 net. <laughs> you understand me? And why? Because I knew that. When the, the you know, we, we, vegetables were banned some time back, then when, uh, during 2017 or 2018, the ban was lifted. And part of the condition from the EU is for them, those who are producing chili, chili shouldn't be produced on the open field, I think from 2025. So quickly, better close environment. When you talk about close environment, it's either greenhouse or shade net. It's not necessarily greenhouse. So how do you balance it? Uh, which one gives you maximum profit? Which one gives you, uh, you, you, you invest less, but you get more money and a whole lot. So these are the dynamics. So Gessel decided to do the trials and it went very well. You understand me? But then how did it go well was the reason why I, I, I asked uh, KK, uh, KK, what did I say, give me the protocols. So I asked. And I'm demanding that I get the protocol, study the protocol, and see what I can even add on to 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 make my profit better than the DS. I look at where how much you have achieved and how far you've reached, and the fact that you are still asking questions and insisting on getting to understand the protocols. And I'm telling myself that for anyone who is starting out, there's no excuse not to ask. At all. Chase, at all. follow, exactly. pursue. Pursue, that's the word. To get opportunities. Exactly. Davis, let me go to the city, isn't it? Exactly, that's what I said. They should do their geopolitics. Whilst we, we also cash in. <laughs> you understand me? Because help, help me to understand what it means, what they are saying. What are, what are yes. they Yes, Russia is fighting Ukraine and uh, the whole thing is getting to China. And that. So they, they are doing their geopolitics. So, and uh, of course, we get some of the most of our grains from Ukraine. Russia fertilizer is coming from there. We also have to sit and re-strategize. And that's because we have the weather goes for us, even though there's climate change. So we have 
uh, underneath water. I tell people that water from underneath is better from water from above because the thing is, underneath water you can control. You can control when and the window that you want to produce to shift to maximize your profit. You understand me? But water from above, you can't tell God not to rain. So when it's raining, now, so we have the weather, we have the, even though like it's a climate change, we still have the weather to advantage. We have the land, we have the rivers, we have the manpower, <laughs> you know I mean? and we, we, we have everything that goes for us because uh, we have the passion. We have people who really want to go to, and if there's one thing I've done right and I'm happy is to change the mindset of people to consider a break as against another term. And I, since I won Best Farmers, I've seen a lot of people, well-educated ones, moving the agriculture and the whole of foreign forests, and now we are producing a lot of local rice here. Yeah. The, the, all we need is investment. We need to pitch, we go and pitch. I mean, go there, ask them to redirect their focus to here, because they don't have the land, they still have their geopolitics where they are fighting, so they are not getting so why don't they come because we have the land here and partner me, invest here, and make sure I ship their food back to them, but then at a higher cost, value, add value to it, and make good money. It curtails the constant depreciation of our CV to the dollar. Because while you're raking the dollar, <laughs> I mean, this IMF thing will be a thing of the past. So this also the things. I mean, we need to cash into the current situation and make sure that we can only do that when we use the youth. And that's what I'm saying that uh, telling the youth everybody to go to agriculture is one thing I don't support. But then tell them there's the opportunities in agriculture. Let them have mentors. We mentor them. Those who have passion will definitely come back to say that really, I really want to do it because they have the power to be able to change things. Uh, somebody about 60, 70 years, you've done your bit, so you can't change things done. So because now they are using the social media wisely, if they use it wisely to, to do things, it even go for them positively as far as agriculture is concerned. So these are some of the things I think that we should be looking at. Then we should try to promote our youth, stimulate the system and make sure that we promote the youth. That, that, that is what I want to say. All right. So this is Davis's pres prescription for getting the youth engaged. He says, asking the young people to go into agriculture just like that will not work. We must sell them opportunities. Let them see the opportunity. Once they see it and they have mentors to look up to, the mentors will guide them and they will go into it. But for them to go into it, they, they, they must have passion. The passion bit is very important for him. He says, if you don't have passion, please leave agriculture, agriculture alone. And then he also highlights the importance of communication. And that is why, Davis, we are looking forward to to engaging with you on this Ghana Growth Program because if we can get one Davis Kobo in every one of the 16 regions, this country would never be the same again. Our last day, we went to President Kobo invited us to his room and we were all sitting there with all the presidents. So he told Kwesi Ahoy, and he has good relationship with Honorable Kwesi Ahoy. So he said, Kwesi, when I saw Davis, is that 2008, I was the president, I gave Davis the overall National Best for Mango Farmers Award. In 2009, I wasn't uh, in office, but when I heard he was the best farmer, I wasn't surprised because, you know, normally when they are giving the award, they check the things you have and your impacts on society and other things. And he said, he said to himself that at this boy, if I was the president, I was going to 
give him the Order of Voter Award and hand over $5 million to him and ask him to produce another Davis Commons in two years and I'll give him more money. And, and, and I like that, that kind of thinking because it's exactly what's going on through my mind that anytime we see a story like this, we call this program Springboard. Board, yes. It could be a springboard to producing many like-minded people. And so, if you can get, and because of regional dispersion, if we could get one such person in every region. You know the funny thing, I mean, uh, the Ghana Growth Program we are doing is nationwide. And it's always easy for the people of a region to relate to somebody that is, listen, he's one or she's one, one of, of us. us. Yes. She grew up here yes. or she comes from here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I it's mean, just unbelievable the power of that picture. Yes. I listen to your story and I'm yeah. saying, you were influenced by what you saw. Yes. The picture of your father, yes. the Datsun vehicle, yes. and the brown envelope. Davis, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you my own agricultural experience. Yeah. I mean, you will find it funny a bit, but I. So I, I got to I got to live um, with my maternal grandmother for one of my long vacations in a Krobo village called Agogo. Yeah, Agogo. Yes. And I, so I learned how to farm. It was very rudimentary. Yeah, yes. So if we're going to plant, it was take one plant. step, plant <laughs> a stick, <laughs> put three things. And I'm, I'm looking back to, to my experience then. And as you talk about value chain, interestingly, beyond learning how to plant mainly, mainly corn and beans, mm -hmm. My other experience with the value chain was weaving baskets. Wow. So when he went to the farm and we're coming back, we'll cut palm branches mm -hmm. and then come back. And then I learned how to peel the, yes. the, from the palm fronts yes. and then weave them into baskets. Yes. And then on the market, they go yes. to the market yes. and then sell the baskets. So here I'm thinking that was like the beginnings of understanding the value chain exactly. and the experience. Exactly. But now, look at what you're talking about. Your experience, your description of the value chain, I'm hearing things about horticulture, certification, extension offices, haulage, coaching, yes. artificial intelligence. Yeah. The market has developed so much. Exactly. It's now demand-driven. So, so you, don't, you don't just produce to feed the market. It's what the market wants, it's what you, you produce. <laughs> so, so you need all these things to complement the whole the, the, the whole thing you want to move. And for me, I think that this is their time. If, uh, if I tell you what, everybody asks me, I said, the youth, this is the time for you to embark on an agribusiness. Mm. This is the time for you to embark on an agribusiness. And I, I think the most, the only way to do it is, you can't do it individually. I mean, come together, like-minded guys who come together, walk straight, I mean, come and Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Questions, you 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 establish a, a whole company, 
then you move from there. You know, we uh, for Federation of Association of Italian Exporters, we, we, we've established an export club with uh, Fidelity Bank. We are going to adopt anything, all because of this. We want to do this to rope in a lot of youth to be able to take advantage of a proper agribusiness where they tap into any part of the value chain. Have you made progress from the days in which the young person's only memory of agriculture is a dirty-looking farmer? We, we made uh, progress. And like I said, when I became the best farmer, uh, I, mean, I like sitting at Tulip those days a lot. Uh, before I even became the best farmer, Sundays I'm going to sit there for a while and a whole lot. So then I decided just when I said every Sunday afternoon, I'm going to sit there. So you drive a nice car, people see you, you see the people come to you, they see you, say, look, it's not agriculture. And I said, look, take, I don't do anything apart from agriculture. You also have to come to the farm. Come. So we moved from there. That was the more reason why I'm saying that if you look at this, look at the people who are investing in agriculture. Uh, some are leaving the banks, some are leaving the... Uh, a lot, a lot of people are moving to agriculture. So we move from the days where people considered it to be a dirty job. No more. No, because I, tell this. I tell people that gold is one of the most expensive minerals. And when you, for, for, you can never get gold on the surface of the street unless you dig. So you have to debt yourself first before you make money. So it's the same thing. Right? But you go to England and elsewhere, uh, the, the farmer is on the farm from Monday to Thursday, Friday, he moves from the farm, and they drive the best cars. <laughs> and as I, they drive the best cars. So, and it's moved from the, the days of where people were thinking it, it, it's for the reference, it's for those who, 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 the less fortunate ones, it's a dirty job. We move from that, that that age. We are now in another world. <laughs> Tell me, Davis, what do you predict as the future of agribusiness in this country? I said, what's your prediction going forward? What do you think is it going to go stronger? Is it going to get very? It's going to go stronger. But, but I also think that uh, that was more the more reason why I said, look, let's policy harmonisation will help if. Uh, all the and this, uh, other institutions tap into one and think that this is the direction we want to move down really, really, really help. Because as it stands now, even though there's future uh, for agriculture, if we, we don't put in our all, it, it becomes difficult. Because you see, funding is becoming more of a problem and you can never talk about agriculture without uh, talking about funding. So if we don't, we don't make funding uh, uh, available for our youth, then that becomes a bit difficult. You know, we yesterday we launched what we call the uh, International Coconut Festival at the Trade Fair. I'm the chairman of the African Coconut Group, and uh, everybody was there. World Bank uh, uh, supported us, uh, and I was telling them a story. And uh, do you know how this Coconut Festival came about? We were in Toronto, we were always going for this Coconut Fair, and I realized that these guys, you don't have coconut. I mean, you you been having fair, moving all this traffic. So we walked straight, we booked a point with the mayor of Toronto. And we, we went there to pitch. Then it's okay, come for dinner. He brought all these guys, we pitch, and they said, okay. So then they will allow us to have the International Coconut Festival in Ghana where they move their traffic. This year is going to be our third year. We move all the traffic from Canada and uh, Indonesia and to Ghana. 
to ask a question. Exactly. Ask a question. Ask a question and, and let them know what you also have. <laughs> and I said, look, I have the weather. I have, I have been producing a coconut. So, so I think that I should rather be hosting the International Coconut Festival than you. <laughs> you understand me? Where we all come together, do it, you bring your machinery and other things. You see, so this is the power of me moving something and making sure that the youth tap into it. And anytime you come on the, into any of our festivals for the past, you see the youth, a lot of people coming, the University of Ghana, Tekana, coming to understand this, see what we are doing, and we're taking advantage of most of the things we are doing. Obviously, Davis, you, your story is one of exposure, education, entrepreneurship, exactly. confidence, yes, that's the word. accomplishment, and curiosity. So you keep asking questions and exploring new opportunities. But ultimately, I see also a heart for mentoring yes. and raising a new generation of agribusiness champions for this country. Exactly. Make me a promise, Davis, that we'll have this conversation again and, and explore wide opportunities for young people to venture into agriculture and probably bring a couple of young people to the studio, sit with them and sit with you, and, and let's talk yeah. and let's, let's, let's engage the issues further. Yeah, I was rather going to ask you to make a promise that this is not going to be the end of Do this you. conversation. <laughs> so, that brings us to the end of today's conversation, but the promise has been made and accepted that we will do this again. Okay. So, if you've just been listening along the line, my guest for today has been Engineer Tent Farmer, the national best mango farmer for the year 2008, the overall national best farmer for the year 2009, and several other awards, one after the other. But Davis Kobo has been telling us 12 things that I would like you to continue discussing on social media as we engage this very important subject. The first is about food being a security issue, something that is very important that he has established. The second is about the global demand for food arising out of the Russia-Ukraine war being an opportunity. The third point is about role modeling and the fact that just allowing young people from Legon to interface with agricultural ventures has helped many of them to step out into mainstream agriculture and the value chain. The fourth is about passion and discipline. If you don't have them, leave agriculture alone. The fifth is about the fact that many went through the CMB scholarship um, through secondary school and somehow never even considered agriculture that was funding their education as a career option. The sixth is about his first impression about agriculture being informed by seeing people render accounts to his father with brown envelopes of work that had been done in various farming ventures. The seventh is about international recognition that World Food Program awards and hanging out with various presidents. The eighth is about the, the breadth of job opportunities in the entire value chain, including AI and, and all the ones you mentioned. The ninth is one of the interesting lessons from this conversation, Davis, and he keeps saying, ask questions. Ask questions. Why? What? Where? Whom? How? 
which just ask and he says if you go to the ministry of agric go to the awardiness office go to fage and wherever and whenever you see anything just ask the more questions you ask the more answers you will unravel the tenth is about the fact that while they are predicting global food crisis we have the land the weather the rivers the manpower to take advantage of it and to do that we must engage our young people through showing them opportunity mentoring them stirring up their passion and communicating with them so they can seize these opportunities the 11th is that we've come a long way from where agric was seen as dirty farmers with no future and the final one is policy harmonization david says listen the future can be very great but we need to get up our loins and especially provide funding for young people to take up agriculture and build the kind of future that we want for ourselves davis it's been a beautiful conversation with you and i've loved it so much what will be your closing thoughts for that young person who is saying help me help me i just need to work what will be your thoughts yeah so so my doors are open i can leave my number i mean you you, you with uh reverend uh, my doors are always open uh, I, I wake up at 3 a.m. For, for, I tell people if you want to reach me in the morning, call me before 6 a.m. After 7, it will be difficult for you to get to me or late in the evening. And uh, one other thing I also want to tell you, there's always hope. And for me, if you, if you don't even have the passion, start thinking about most of the things I said and redirect your mind. Once you redirect your mind, you, you automatically get passion and tap into one of the, the numerous value things. There's money in agriculture, so let's take advantage. Davis, I look at you and I say, if there is one thing that I pray to God for, mm -hmm. is that he raises more Davis Kobos Amen. across the regions Amen. of this country. Amen. It's been a beautiful conversation. Let's do this again. Nice talking to you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. I've had a very, very tre tremendous time hanging out with Davis and I'm glad he's going to come back again for us to have another conversation. This has been another on our job pathways exploring opportunities in agribusiness. I guess that for you listening out there, it's a reminder that there's so much more we can do in what is obviously one of the most important sectors in our national life. This has been Springboard, your virtual university, brought to you by the Springboard Roche Foundation and proudly sponsored by MTM Pulse, the Enterprise Group, and the Ghana Growth Program, a collaboration between the Springboard Foundation and Mastercard Foundation and Limehouse aimed at inspiring young people to deliberately pursue careers in agriculture, agribusiness, and ATVET sectors. So on behalf of Team Springboard, a big thank you to our media partners, the multimedia group, and the graphic business. Let's do this again next week. My name is Albert Okran saying God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.